0: hey hello there welcome to my podcast i'm not afraid of the dark so this is my first episode my name is marie leiva and uh, this podcast is going to be about the paranormal the occult uh, the weird conspiracies anything in between you know the the dark the the shady the i said the weird already anyway um so today i'm gonna be talking about the ufo disclosures And there's so much to say, I mean, like, not only on the UFO disclosures, but just on UFOs in general. So I don't know if you follow Joe Rogan or Alex Friedman, but lately there have been interviewing, like, so many people that have been talking seriously about UFOs. Like, uh, the possibilities and the science, uh, well, the science, I mean, the possible science it's very interesting and the thing is i was obsessed with ufos when i was a little kid my dad when one day i came home okay this is a very short story i came home with a book about the moon and my dad um started talking to me about the hidden side of the moon and how maybe there are structures there that are built by aliens so yeah that really awoke something in me and I became obsessed with UFOs, it was very fun. And then, you know, I kind of uh, lost interest at some point, uh, but it was always in the back of my head. So lately with all this UFO stuff, and by lately, I mean like, Since 2017, I've been hearing more and more about UFOs. Okay, so I rambled enough, so I'm gonna really start the subject on the disclosures. So there are two disclosures that I want to discuss today, the one that happened in 2017. I mean, it was the event happened in 2004, but it was disclosed in 2017. This is a, a flare video from the Navy. And uh, there were other two videos with the, this disclosure: the Gumball video and the gimbal. Sorry, Gimbal video and the Go Fast, but I'm not going to discuss those ones. These are, are going to be discussed in a later moment. Those events happened in 2015. So I'm just going to talk about the TikTok one, and uh, this is because it's called the TikTok because the, the UFO was in the shape of a TikTok. And the other one is the disclosure that just happened this month. Uh, have you heard about it? I heard about it by accident, actually. I was scrolling Joe Rogan's um, Instagram. And, uh, well, actually not his Instagram, but my uh, newsfeed uh, in Instagram. And I saw a post uh, about the countdown. It says, uh, instead on that post, the COVID-19 bill started a 180-day countdown for UFO disclosures. So this was from the New York Post, and when I saw this, I was very excited. But at the same time, I thought, okay, this it's not gonna happen. Like they're going to, they're not, they're going to ignore it because you know this is with the Trump uh, administration, so they're they're gonna forget about it. And there's so much like fuss about you know, the Trump administration itself. So anyway, before I tell you more, uh, just let me read this part. Uh, the provisions received very little attention. Yeah, in part because it wasn't included in the text of the 5,593 page legislation, but as a committee comment attached to the Annual Intelligence Authorization Act. So, yeah, this was like a note, a footnote there. But still, I mean, this is crazy okay so this disclosure actually happened the 12th of January and uh, I think not a lot of people heard about it and I heard about the actual disclosure happening by accident again I was on tumblr I'm a supernatural fan for some reason okay so Uh, Thousands of CIA documents on unidentified flying objects, UFOs, or unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP, as the government calls them. Yeah, because now uh, they don't call it UFOs, they call it UAP, which makes sense because maybe they don't want the association with UFOs. Um, By the way, yes, the community, the UFO community can be a bit crazy uh, as the supernatural one. (laughs) there's always like when there's like very tight knit tight as you said communities that are obsessed by something um sometimes they become crazy and toxic so that's what happens with the ufo community there there are actual crazy people inside this community there and when i say crazy people there's like crazy people but there's also like people with mental illness and all that Anyway, just uh, a note there. So they are now accessible via download at the Black Vault, a website operated by the author and podcaster John Greenwald Jr. So I don't know who that is, but I'm very thankful that he exists because now we have access to that. The CIA claims that they have now provided all the information on UAP they have, though there's no way to know that's true. Uh, Yeah, well, we will never know actually. But at least we have the documents now. Um, so, uh, okay, I'm, I'm like losing battery. Because you know what happened is that I realized that I wasn't filming with, with the microphone. And I had to redo the first part. So I'm doing it in reverse. Anyway, all I wanted to say is that I went on the website. And I downloaded all the documents. And they're all like... They're not easy to read. They're like maybe 3000, something like that. I'm interrupting the video with my own self. Like what I did is that I downloaded all the files from the Black Vault and I looked through them. It was very difficult to to check them because a lot of information is just blanked out um, because it's confidential. Um, There's also the PDF versions, but they don't even have titles So nothing has titles there. Um, So the guy from the podcast that I already forgot the name of, but uh, I mean, not the name of the podcast, but this guy's name, the guy that runs the podcast, anyway, uh, he did a repertory, some sort of list with the PDFs on the left side and on the right side, you see like some sort of small summary. but he did that for only a few, so I guess he's still working on it. And also, um, this is not in chronological order, just to let you know. If you ever go to the website, and because I was trying to find Roswell, and I thought that would be the first one, um, but maybe Roswell is not even there. I don't know. And uh, um, so the other thing that I noticed that well, which is kind of like obvious, is that they they didn't. They didn't try to do a good job right because the PDFs sometimes are not very well photocopied or like you don't really see well i haven't opened them i just read they were they probably right like they probably just kind of um didn't photocopied properly because they didn't care and um yeah it's like the information is given in an inconvenient manner i guess they were forced to give it so that's what they did and the and that's what we have so it's not going to be easy to go through all that i'm probably not going to be the one going through all that of course i'm just going to check some of it uh but i'm pretty sure that some dedicated ufo people from the ufo community that i called crazy before um are going to go through it and uh, I can't wait, it's going to be awesome. But next week I'm still going to have some more information about what's happening. If I find some cases that are interesting, I'm going to bring them up and yeah, that's it. Okay, so the TikTok story, it happened in 2004. It was disclosed in 2017, but it was leaked in 2007 on a weird website and uh, then it landed on youtube for some reason it doesn't have audio um, so that caused some problems because people believed it was fake since usually it would come with some audio like from you know the audio from the pilots interacting with the, the operator or something like that and apparently it was just an accident that the audio wasn't there like they the copy they made a copy without the audio and uh, even in, during the disclosure, um, that's the part I don't understand. It was disclosed, but again, without the audio, it was copied again without the audio. A bit weird, but okay. Um, so in this story, there's Shad uh, Underwood and uh, David Fravor. So David Fravor appeared in the Joe Rogan podcast and also in the Lex Friedman podcast. This guy is a, So this guy is a former commander officer. And at the moment that he saw the TikTok, he had already 18 years of experience. He was uh, like, underneath him was Chad Underwood. So is the guy who filmed. So Chad Underwood is the guy who filmed the video with the FLIR, So the FLIR video. So it's the forward-looking infrared camera. So he did it uh, um, on his uh, F-A-18. It was on the left wing. Um, so he didn't see the spaceship, the, spaceship, the UFO, the U-A-P. Whatever, he didn't see it like, like with his own eyes, but it's his camera, infrared camera that caught it, while David Fravor, him and some other pilots did see it. So let me tell you a little bit the story about it. So uh, from this article, it's from the New York Magazine, the Intelligencer, I guess that's the section. Uh, the title is Navy pilot who filmed the TikTok UFO Speaks it wasn't behaving by the normal laws of physics an important detail that i forgot to say that i forgot to mention these guys are fighter pilots from the american navy i'm by the way i'm here in in montreal canada if i haven't mentioned it so i'm not in america just to let you know okay let's go so um The story of the TikTok begins around November 10, 2004, when radar operator Kevin Day first reported seeing odd and slow moving objects flying in groups of five to ten off San Clemente Island, west of the San Diego coast. So, this is pretty common to see like a group of UFOs, like whenever you hear about UFO, um, not encounters necessarily, but you know, like uh, when people see UFOs, they're usually in groups. This is kind of common. Okay, so let's continue. At an elevation of 28,000 feet, moving at a speed of approximately 120 knots, about 138 miles per hour, the cluster were too high to be birds, too slow to be conventional aircraft, and were not traveling on any established flight path, at least according to day. So they, the the operator. So uh, they were flying like at slow speed. That's the same thing that David David said. Let me read you another part because it's also interesting. Another crew member with seventeen years of experience on similar cruisers will later observe that the objects exhibit ballistic missile characteristics as they zoom from sixty thousand feet to fifty feet above the Pacific Ocean, alarmingly without producing sonic booms so that's pretty crazy because you know when you have an aircraft that uh, like um, reaches the um, the speed of sound it's going to produce a sonic boom and sometimes multiple sonic booms and this didn't produce any sonic booms even though they were it was going they were going so fast i'll told radar operators with the princeton the princeton being the uss cruiser the uss princeton cruiser Anyway, they spent about two weeks attempting to figure out what the objects were, a process that included having the ship's radar system shut down and recalibrated to make sure that the mysterious radar returns were not false positives or ghost tracks. So they really made sure that this was like not an anomaly and that there were actual UFOs there. Um So yeah, afterwards... um So eventually, David Fravor, commanding officer of the Black Ace, made visual confirmation of one of the objects mid-air during a flight training exercise. And an hour later, so it wasn't at the same time, Underwood, so Chad Underwood, made this infrared recording on a second flight. Okay, Uh, so let me add some details that I uh, heard from David. So he was supposed to go in this training, in this uh, combat training, and it was canceled, but they still went at the training area. And over there, then the operator, I think it's from the Nimitz operator, if I'm not mistaken, because David was from the Nimitz operator, uh, Nimitz um, cruiser. Because this was like the Nimitz encounter, that's how it, it's also called. Um, I'm going to give you more details about the Nimitz encounter website, um, YouTube, um, YouTube channel as well, because that's like something else. Anyway, so eventually David Fever, commanding officer of the Black Ace, made visual confirmation of one of the objects made during a flight training exercise. And then just paraphrasing, Underwood went but an hour later, and that's where he filmed the flare video. Okay, so the footage appears to depict what Fravor had identified as a 40-foot-long white oblong shape and stick tock hovering somewhere 15,000 and 24,000 feet in mid-air. Okay, so that's what the shot saw, but it saw it from, you know, the camera only. And what David saw was pretty much the same thing, except that he noticed that this thing didn't have wings or it didn't have windows, didn't have uh, engine propulsion, that it seemed like, at least it didn't seem to have. And um, so what happened is that, so he went in this combat training, But then it was cancelled and when they were in the training zone, he was there with uh, three other pilots. So he's co-pilot because he was flying a F 18 as well and that has like a co-pilot and the the other aircraft the same thing. And uh, arriving there they were trying to find the uFOs because the uh, operators sent them there to find like to locate the uFOs since they were you know tracking them for like two weeks and this was if i'm not mistaken um the operators that were at the um um M- nimitz uh the u s s nimitz cruiser um anyhow like any operator it would be the same but so they um, they go there. They try to find uh, the UFOs. They don't find it. They don't have visual contact with it. But at some point, they they do look down and they see white water. And this was uh, like white water, meaning like there was movement in the water, uh, just to simplify it. And uh, the here that what's um, really interesting is that there's no wind. There's no uh, waves. There are no uh, like there's no clouds everything's clear perfect visibility and still like there's this white water and they don't they don't really understand what that is and it's the it, of the size of a 737 a Boeing 737 and then uh, they realize that there's something underneath like 30 feet 30 to 50 feet underneath the water anyway anyway like they don't see what comes out but at some point there's like a small, a small uh, spaceship, spaceship uh, aircraft that comes out of it or comes around it. I don't know, like it just appears out of nowhere, kind of thing, and is uh, hovering over the water or near the water. Um, anyway, they were like they were like uh, 20 feet above water. 20 feet, 20,000 feet above uh, above water. Dave and his crew. Uh, and this thing was way lower. Like at the beginning he thinks that it is an helicopter because it's moving erratically, but at some point he realized that it's not, you know, it's not an helicopter. So they try to reach it. I mean only him and his co-pilot. So they go, they go down, they try to reach the the TikTok and the TikTok it's kind of reacting like they see them, like that's the impression that David has. So Uh, is seen by the tiktok and the tiktok tries to reach him and here there's some sort of a dance i don't know i don't i don't really like recall in perfect detail what happened because uh dave is very technical and seriously like the whole interview is very technical half of the time he's talking about aircraft that i know nothing about anyway so uh this is the part like where he kind of chased the TikTok and it becomes it comes really close to the TikTok like a uh, a half of a mile something like that that he said and he said that well anyway he went uh, close enough so he could see very clearly the TikTok he saw the, the aircraft you know he saw that it didn't have an engine actually and didn't have windows or wings or anything and the three other pilots while well, the the guy um just um like behind him like these co-pilots also sees the same thing and the other two pilots also see the tiktok i don't know the level of detail that they saw but they also see the tiktok and there's only one here like they don't they don't see like the the crowd of five or ten whatever they only see one and clearly this tiktok wants to be visible because at the second round you know when chat comes um oh let me finish the story sorry so uh, afterwards uh, at some point you know it tries to get close to the tiktok but the tiktok just disappears out of nowhere so it goes so fast that it kind of disappears so they're pretty shocked and dave says that it was such a cool like uh, aircraft because it was flying like ways that he never like he never thought it was possible it's like defying the laws of physics or something and he said that he wanted to fly it but obviously probably impossible because even if we had this technology uh they probably would be crushed inside the the aircraft you know because of these uh, accelerations can kill you um anyway so um after that they just leave and they go back and they, they tell the story and then um and then Chad goes and by himself and films the the aircraft even though he doesn't see it it's just the the flare camera. Yeah, well, the infrared camera that catches it. And uh, that, it filmed like a, a, a minute and three seconds from what uh, David said, and that's the video. And that's what we see online. And uh, there's no more information about the video himself. Uh, There's There wasn't no audio with uh, the video. And uh, that's uh, apparently it's because, well, we don't know exactly why. So they've made a copy of the video and also somebody else because it was licked in 2007. So that's the part that I'm like, I'm really mixed up about this because, okay, if there's another copy somewhere, why none of them have audio, but... I still believe their story. I just think that maybe there's information missing, especially that there's this other YouTube channel called the Nimitz Encounters. And this is the story from the perspective of other witnesses, Um, not the pilots. I think there's no pilots involved from what I remember, uh, but they have have like a 30 minute reenactment of uh, the whole situation. There's even more witnesses in this video, like in the Nimitz encounters and uh, some other things that happen like uh, at the end when everybody's brief on, the, on it. It's like some people come like from the military, very serious people, and they, made, and they uh, gather everybody in a room and they made them sign something like so they keep silent. And David said that that's not true. It's not referring to the Nimitz encounters video, although I'm, I doubt, I have my doubts that he actually is referring to it because he said that he didn't want to participate in one, um, in a project involving the the TikTok and, and he also mentioned that nobody ever came to see him and told him he had no right to talk about this and he was really high place you know he was a commander officer he said that there may be like 20 people above him and nobody told him like you have to shut the fuck up or something and uh so the only reason he didn't want to talk to the the news, the newspapers, the press, is because he never trusts them. Like, it, like the military doesn't trust the the news. Um, at this point, who trusts the news? Like the mainstream news, nobody. But that's the reason why he didn't really talked about it. And Shadow Underwood said that the reason why now Shadow Underwood is not no longer a fighter pilot, he's a civilian. So I guess that's one of the reasons why he he was able to talk about it he talked like this interview was from 2019 um so he was no longer uh, a pilot uh, for for the navy and uh, he said that he didn't want to be associated with the little green man uh which is kind of funny since um you know uh the x-files Mulder at the beginning is referred to that uh, because he believes in UFOs and everybody in the, at the FBI knows that and they make fun of him and um, yeah <laughs> anyway okay so final thing is that final thing that I want to mention is that David believes that this aircraft is alien really because he doesn't think that we humans have this technology because he thinks that if it he said that if you would have asked me in 2004 if this is alien or this is like uh, technology from some foreign government or even the US government, maybe you would have said maybe. But since this was not released, like it's been like years. I mean, this interview with uh, David was also in 2019. So nothing was disclosed about the technology. So he doubts that this is like human technology and uh, could it be uh, reverse engineering though from some other like uh, fallen aircraft from the skies i i don't know like uh, you know alien an alien crash uh rosewell um that that's another theory as well but uh, according to this other guy, what's his name again? This guy who was working on reversing the supposedly working on the on rever- on area 51 reversing the technology the alien technology. Um, look, I forgot his name for now. I had a blank, I have a blank, but I will get back to you with this. <laughs> and um, he said that. Uh, we human beings are like really, really far from reversing reverse engineering anything. So let me be clear. I'm not saying that rever- there's like operations at this moment um, trying to reverse engineer some alien technology. I have no idea if that's actually what's happening. Like, how would I know? But uh, the theory, it's out there. So, okay. And... So that's it. On the next episode, I'm going to talk about UFOs again, about the disclosures. And also something that my cousin filmed. And for some reason, um, like, I do believe what happened. I mean, of course, I believe her. And <laughs> But the thing is, do I believe my eyes? You know what I mean? It's crazy. Last thing, this is going to be dropped on YouTube and Spotify. And it's going to be either on Friday or Saturday. But it's going to be weekly. And that's it. Okay, I'm really done now. Bye.